0: Hello everybody, welcome to Walk Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, this is insane. This seems like a ridiculous story that when I saw it doing the rounds and it continues to do the rounds, I just kept saying that there's no way that'll happen. <laughs> but it's worth covering because it's gathering a lot of steam. And um, yep. now this comes from, initially came from TMT Finance. It was written up by Tweaktown. Um, the story being that Tencent, the Chinese conglomerate business company getting various acquisitions left, right and center, um, are looking to raise billions and billions of dollars to, ho- to perform a hostile takeover um, of a major company, and insiders say that that company is going to be either Take Two or EA. So, that's kind of crazy in itself. There's a lot to uh, break down, but what's your initial thoughts on the idea of, of Tencent sort of bar- kicking the door in and uh, having well, a word with each other?
1: It's, it's just mad, isn't it? Like, it's just it's just crazy, <laughs> and it wouldn't necessarily surprise me because, like you said, you know, Tencent has been making acquisitions and making investments in a lot of different gaming companies over the past few years. You know, they recently got a 40% stake in Epic. You know, they've been throwing money out to other companies to get a 5% share here, a 10% share, and stuff like that. But obviously, this would be the kind of biggest thing, and the two that are rumoured, EA and Take-Two, like you said, like, they're so huge that you just can't Mm. imagine them being bought by anyone, really, you know what I mean? I mean, there were rumours, like, last year that Take-Two was going to get bought by Sony at one point, I think, Mm -hmm. and that was outrageous as well, you know (laughs) what I mean? That was just something that I just couldn't wrap my head around and didn't believe. Mm -hmm. But this potentially does make a little bit more sense and you know just because it's uh there's an intended hostile takeover doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen you know Vivendi, for instance tried to take over ubisoft for years and years had multiple attempts at a hostile takeover and they were fended off um you know successfully at every stage so it's not like this hasn't happened before. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to pretend to be, you know, because I'm kind of like business journalist and pretend to know the intricacies of every yeah. kind of hostile takeover imaginable or how it works step by step. But I don't know, it's just, it's just a crazy story, isn't it? When you see that headline, it's kind <laughs> of like, you have to like do a double take and be like, huh, what, what?
0: what's going yeah. on? I think, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, until uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda for 7.5 billion, I think was what the total was for that. Like that seemed like, if if we'd floated that idea a couple of years ago, oh yeah, like, you know, Xbox is gonna, all the Bethesda stuff's gonna be Xbox exclusive. That stuff seemed insane too. But now that we're in this post, that that purchase has happened and now we're past that, then I guess anything is possible. And the other half of the report that's written up on this TMNT website mentions that a couple of the other potential companies that they could be raising the billions to go after um, are also, Uh, Netmarble or Nexon they're both in South Korea Um, but it's this nebulous insider group uh, reckon that they're targeting uh, Take-Two or someone in the West Um, it's worth going over um, all the acquisitions that Tencent have made across 2020 as well um, because there are quite a lot this was written up by uh, Talk Esport um, who noted that they had 31 separate um, uh, business dealings across 2020 um, including a minor stake in Platinum uh, Platinum Games Um, 148 million acquisition of Funcom they had a minor stake in German Studio Jaeger $25 uh, $25 million investment in uh, Lockwood from the UK. Um, and they also were part of a $150 million uh, raising contribution thing for Roblox. So they can get in with that. And like you mentioned, um, I noted that those things down too. They already have a 40% share in Epic. They have 5% um, in Ubisoft. They have 5% in Activision Blizzard. Um, and they also have 11.5% in Bluehole, who make PUBG. Um, so it's like they've been making a hell of a lot of moves. And it's yeah. not like it's in the background, but I think that because they do it without much, like, you know, there's like you have like an, a marketing spin or anything it's just sort of like yeah we did this business deal and now we're doing this and we're doing this and we're doing yeah. this and i think that unless you're playing something like um you know PUBG on mobile and you realize oh it's developed by tencent then even their name very rarely comes across most people's radars because unless you're keeping an eye on finance stuff it's not really going to pop up but a lot of these uh, moves are pretty damn seismic I mean, one hundred
1: percent. Like you said, it's been happening for like a long time. And I started mm. noticing it when I saw like Ten Cent start popping up as a logo on a bunch of kind of like yeah. different games. And it's just interesting to sort of pontificate on what like the end goal may be. Like, are, are they looking to acquire some kind of conglomerate of a bunch of different studios, a bunch of different publishers, or something like that? Like, is this mm. the first of many acquisitions to come? It feels like you know. For me, you mentioned Bethesda and um, Microsoft, and that certainly did yes. spark something unprecedented in the video game realm. But for me, ever since Disney bought Fox, like we've just been in this realm of anything can happen. Like You know what I mean? Any sort of... Um, <laughs> acquisition can go through, um, and we're looking at these kind of like me- mega corporations essentially just like mm-hmm. being comprised of all Night of these city, different- Night city, baby. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting to the Cyberpunk <laughs> <Simon laughs> future, my friend, but, but it genuinely kind of feels like it at this point, and you know, no matter what the company is, for me I'm always against like this monopolistic view, like even Microsoft getting Bethesda in a way is a bit too far, because I'm, mm. I'm, I'm worried about what that will spark. I like We've said many times, like I don't want to see Sony kind of feel like they need to respond to that by buying their own studios, because then it, yeah. it, it just becomes this mad scramble of a handful of um, companies owning everything, which you know obviously isn't great no matter how you know, respected or good their products may be. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. for me, not an environment that I think cultivates
0: varied and vibrant and interesting work. It's a it's a really weird thing because I think one I wonder what their end game is like I kind of mm-hmm. wonder why if you're if you're that company you're acquiring all this stuff why are you going to do something incredible with it are you going to you going to put something back into the industry like yeah they've created a couple of games and honestly like Tencent developed games beca- just because sheer value the sheer um, you know fact that they have so much money put into them um, and so much quality testing and everything PUBG on phones is brilliant I mean that's mm-hmm. one of the only Tencent games that I played a lot of um, at least back when it came out and I just think that yeah what's your end game for this you want to inc- you want to have all these like stakes and everything is it is it sheer greed is it sheer just amassing of wealth like or is it something where you're going to start becoming this big known quantity in, in a more of a creative capacity because taking over someone like like if you want to take over EA then and you you know apparently like going out there more going after the EA sports stuff then you know you could do that I guess that there's not necessarily much of a artistic value in EA sports not to knock those devs but something like um, take two obviously they house Rockstar and yeah. then you they would have Grand Theft Auto and you have this big sort of personable franchise that has identity and has a following and has a personality to it and like would those things change would they just operate them from behind like i yeah i don't know like would you it just seems so crazy that something like gta could then belong to a completely different entity altogether yeah
1: GTA, I think, is the big stickler for a lot of people mm. because, I mean, you look at um, the other things inside Take Two, and yeah, there are a lot of interesting, cool games like Borderlands or um, Mafia or whatever, but you mm-hmm. imagine, like, the bulk of the money comes from GTA and then the microtransactions on, you know, just sports franchises and stuff like that. And it's the same mm. with EA, you know, when. FIFA makes a billion dollars a year, or whatever. Like those are the high profit margins that companies are looking to have for themselves, and in this case, just kind of inherit by taking over the company. So it does make you wonder whether what will happen to those not not necessarily smaller um, properties and games, but certainly in terms of FIFA, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto. What happens to the other? franchises that have avoided or at least partly avoided the games of service kind of mentality mm-hmm. uh, for, for a while now. I'm not sure, but it just, I don't know, Scott, it seems like, like I said, it's almost like <laughs> cyberpunk dystopian future where we're going to have a handful of companies owning everything and it's just going to be like, cool, everything's games of service now, everything's got FIFA points <laughs> in it, everything is well, what? Um, a certain way
0: assumedly if they owned a bit of everyone who's all competing because they already owned Epic and uh, Blue Hole, so they already have they already own both sides of that war between Fortnite and PUBG so it's like if they just if they just own everything then does that free up the necessity for games as a service could you not just would this not lead to some sort of flattening of the curve where you can just do any <laughs> idea and they make money anyway so just do whatever you want do Legacy of Kane? we don't care just do whatever you want no like, do, do not use this Scott <laughs> as an excuse to, for you to get Legacy of Kane
1: back I know this is your end game you're talking <laughs> Got ten cent end game. I know it's just Scott Tailford's endgame, game, just to get Legacy of Kain. If it and takes a, a full back.
0: global revolution to resurrect <laughs> Legacy of K, then maybe I'll sign up. Uh, sign up for it. But yeah, let us know. you think down in the comments below. Of the idea of something as crazy as Tencent acquiring Take Two or EA going forward. And uh, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. dot com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.